Welcome to Elevation Nation with your hosts, Sam Panich and Parker Yablon. Elevation Nation is a community focused on bringing together young adults who are elevating themselves and others every day. Each Thursday, we take 15 minutes to talk about what's going on in the real world and touch on all the great things that Elevation Nation is up to. What up, dog? Gotta catch them all. Parker looks like a Pokemon right now. So, I start off with Pokemon well, theme song. Sam thinks I look like a Pokemon because I'm wearing a red hat with my headphones. But I'm pretty sure, to your point, Ness is who you think I look like. Net, is yeah, Ness a Pokemon? He's a Pokemon character. Isn't he like the guy who captures all the Pokemon? Yeah, it's a compliment. You look great. I'm just traveling around the world, dude, exploring and trying to catch them all, right? Like, Is that a hobby you have? Traveling nah, but I think it's a perfect segue into today's topic, which is hobbies, you know? I mean, Ness is, you know, his, his, his hobby. The thing that he's really good at and loves to do is go around and catch some Pokemon. Haven't watched or played Pokemon in, in 15, 20 years, and even when it was around, I was not a big fan. Not my forte. More of a sports guy. But today, Sam, I've been really thinking about this topic, the topic of hobbies and how important they are in our everyday. And so yesterday, I, as you know, I'm trying to start to write a little bit. So I was just writing internally Mm -hmm. before I'm like releasing anything in the world, just writing on my own. And I wrote a little bit about hobbies because, yeah, I, I just think that hobbies are so important to everyday Everyone has hobbies. It doesn't matter who you are, whether you spend a lot of time on the things that you love to do or not a lot of time on the things you love to do. Everyone has that one thing or multiple things. You know me. I have many, many hobbies. Um, So let's talk about hobbies today. I think it's a great topic. I think hobbies are extremely important. You know, I was just talking to a fan of Elevation Nation. We were texting and he was saying, I'm looking for other ways to fill my bucket. And I thought about that for a second. Because when he asked me, how have you been? I said, just been working, just been grinding, working you know, on consulting, working on Elevation Nation. Just grinding, man. And he said, that's good. I'm trying to find other ways to fill my day. And I thought that was a really nice reminder to me that we need to find those hobbies, those little things, those exciting moments that push us outside of our comfort zone that maybe allow us to learn a new skill, to get in a flow state, to unplug, whatever that hobby may be. They're extremely important because working from home, working hybrid, it is so easy to get wrapped up in the everyday, working nonstop, checking emails, getting pings while you're cooking, while you're eating, while you're watching TV after work. And it's great to have a hobby to unplug. I think that hobbies are the things that make us the most fulfilled because it's how we spend our time and you can have interest and things that you like to do while you are working or are not working. But I truly believe that hobbies are the things that make us the happiest. They ground us in our day to day. Uh, They give us fulfillment when times are really hard 
And of course, they give us fulfillment when times are really good. Uh, I'm just reading off of like what some of the stuff I wrote. I mean, I think hobbies make us at the end of the day human, right? Um, we all are trying to like enjoy and have fun things to do with our time. So in my rabbit hole yesterday when I was writing about hobbies, I came across a study. This is like we're taking this to the education space, Sam. You're such a scientist. Scientist, yeah. But there is a study, and I'm going to read the title of the study for you, Real-Time Associations Between Engaging in Leisure and Daily Health and Well-Being. So there is a positive correlation per this study done by Mercer, EDU, or I don't even know what the... I'll have to plug it in the uh, the bio. But basically saying that in our leisure time, when we're spending doing activities that we love, people are happier, right? And I think if people are happier doing the things they love, they're going to be better off in work as a result. Whereas the opposite, the contrary, where I think people fall into is that they spend so much time in their work, not leaving any time for hobbies, they're going to be better at work because they're putting more effort in. I disagree. I think people will be better in work if they're able to take the time they need to enjoy their life outside of work and focus on the things that they really love to do. Do you think, though, that that's the responsibility of your current employer to allow you time to do that? Who does that fall back on to find those hobbies or find time for them? I I don't think it's on the responsibility of the employer. I think it's on the 100% on the responsibility of the individual to hold themselves accountable to give them that time to spend on the things that they love, right? For us, we love podcasting. We love meeting people. You love to cook. I love to run. You love to travel. I love to snowboard. We're going to do that and continue to do that. And I truly believe giving myself the time to do that makes me more fulfilled in my day to day, opposed to the individual who grind, 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 you know, work, work, work. But the thing that I I have a challenge, this is like going back on my statement is if people do feel fulfilled through their work, is that technically the hobby that they enjoy? No. No. Okay. I think. A hobby is something that you need to do outside of your main profession. Because even if you love what you do every single day, I still think it's important to take a step back and get out of that specific mindset. I think it unlocks more creativity. I think it's much healthier. Even if I was able to speak every single day and tour the world with my best friend, talking and mentoring people, I would still want a hobby. I would still want to get involved in sports or cooking or learning a new skill or reading, whatever it may be, because I need that break for my mind to switch my mindset Hmm. into a different way of thinking. I think it'll make me a better speaker as well. Okay. To go off that point then, do you think people who turn their hobbies into the way that they make a living, do they need... Are you saying that that's not a hobby anymore? For example, yeah, that it, yeah. for example, I saw the amazing, incredibly talented Tosh Sultana on Sunday evening. One of the most amazing concerts I've ever seen in my entire life. She is a brilliant musician, plays literally every type of instrument under the sun. 
And I'm just sitting there in awe of how she's strumming the guitar on her knees, letting out this passion. Like this is her life's work, right? She has spent her entire life trying to be the best musician and just exerting her emotion and energy through music. For a while, that was her hobby. And now, is it not her hobby anymore because she does that for a living? And that is, I think, an interesting thing. It can thing. still be a passion, but it's I don't a, think it's a hobby anymore. Mm, interesting. So we're not saying passions are tied to hobbies. You can be passionate about your hobby. Okay. Sure. Of course you can. I mean, I just started boxing. I don't know if I'm necessarily passionate about it yet. I really like it, and I okay. want to be better at it, and I'm enjoying the challenge of pushing myself outside the comfort zone, but it's not a passion of mine. Basketball, that's a passion of mine. Hmm. I love basketball. But that hobby has kind of slipped downward as I focused more on boxing. It's an interesting point. I mean, would you call podcasting a hobby for us? Or is that yeah. a passion? Yeah, it's a hobby. It's a hobby. We spend our time doing this because we enjoy it. Now, hypothetically speaking, what if we started making money off of it or you're spending more time? Is it still a hobby or no? I think if it's not my main source of income or I'm not dependent on it, if you can stop doing a hobby, then I think it's still, and you can still live, I think it's uh, still a hobby. Wait, say it again. If you can stop. If you can stop doing that hobby and still be fine, still afford your life, not be strapped, then I think that's considered a hobby. If you quit podcasting because it was our full-time job, that's not really a hobby anymore. Again, that doesn't mean you don't love it. But the point I'm getting at is I think hobbies allow you to take a step back from the whatever your main activity is for your day, whatever's paying for your bills, whatever's taking up the most amount of time. Hobbies allow you to take a step back and be creative to think in a different mindset and really try to get outside your comfort zone with something new and different and fun. So the the way I started with this whole thought yesterday was like I was thinking about all the amazing people we've had on the podcast. Some we've interviewed have amazing hobbies, things that they love to do outside of business. And then there's people who turned their hobby into their business. And then there's people like us who still do their full-time job, but still do something on the side that is essentially a hobby that they want to turn into how they spend their full-time job, you know, how they make a living. And the thing I was like super jazzed about is like every single person that we've had on has a unique passion for that thing that they love to do. And I think that is really critical in being an elevator is that they love that thing that they spend their time on and they go all in on it and they don't allow the outside world or the comfort zone to keep them from doing that thing. Um, and so back to the whole taking this full circle, I just think hobbies are so important as a young person and you can always continue to try new hobbies and try new things. But the big thing here is trying. If you're struggling to find a hobby, I know young people might struggle to do that instead of like, oh, going to the bar every night, watching TV. Okay. Is TV, is watching TV a hobby? Sure. 
but I can guarantee you there's a lot of other amazing hobbies that will get you more fulfilled and make you feel better every single day. What's your main hobby right now, Parker? What's the one thing you love spending your time on? I know the answer, but I'll let you share it. I mean, right now, running, 100%. I mean, I'm training for the marathon. So that hobby has turned from a hobby to like the next level, you know, where it's like, if I don't do it and I'm running the marathon, like I'm running the marathon, and I don't do it enough, I'm going to have a really hard day running that marathon. So it's become less of a hobby and more of a, a challenge in a sense. Um, besides that though, dude... I mean, I, it's good to be back on the podcast, on the mic. That's a hobby I missed for sure, you know, going through the last month. And it, it's really good to be back. It's great to have you back. I'm glad I'm part of one of your biggest hobbies. Allows me to spend a lot of time with you. Speaking of hobbies, you just spoke about running. I want to give some elevator shout outs to a couple folks who have a hobby that they're taking international. They are going ahead to Berlin, Germany in less than a week to go run the Berlin Marathon. We have elevator number 85 of FTL, Ryan Lane, headed to Berlin soon. Elevator number 136, Tyler Schwartz. And non-elevator, but best friend of both Parker and myself, who just landed in Paris, is going to head over to Berlin in a bit. Future elevator, Miles Grossman, also running the Berlin Marathon. Shout out to you three incredible gentlemen. I think, Parker, we've made introductions, so they all are going to meet up in Berlin, either before or after the race. They better take a picture. That's all I'm saying. So we got to foster that group chat because I want to see those elevators together in one room with that post-marathon glow. I'd be, I mean, if we could get FTL with endorphins with the Miles Grossman, that is some p- picture. Maybe Matt Choi will show up too. Who knows? Um, my elevator shout out. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Ooh, this is going to be a, a shocking one for you. Elevator 38. Do you know who that is? Take a guess. One guess. All right. Well, we're frozen. Sam's frozen on my end. All right. Sam won't even get it. But Elevator 38, Brenner London is hiking to base camp of Mount Everest. That is an elevator at its finest. He is elevating literally and figuratively. So shout out, Brenner. Absolutely crushing it. Can't wait to see that picture when he gets there. All right, since Sam is still frozen, I'm just going to close it out. Until next week, Elevation Nation. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Elevation Nation. If you enjoyed our conversation, hit that subscribe button to get notified when we release a new episode. If you would like to join Elevation Nation or get more information about the nation, please visit our website at www.elevationnation.io. Until next week, Elevation Nation, peace.